Hello guys, welcome to Run Planet. Welcome to another episode. And today today we're going to talk about how to how to change up your training um, each year and each cycle um, and how to spend less time worrying about the past, what you did to get in this and this shape and how you did it. And one of the reasons that we improve as human beings or as runners is because of this thing of doing new things uh, a lot of times we we tend to repeat the same process sometimes and you know we look back in our journals we look back in something else and then we just wonder you know like how to you know how to get back in the shape that I was or how to improve the, the performance that I had and what I've learned over the years as a runner that that is always a guaranteed um, I guess a guaranteed um, it's not gonna work out in other words it's it's not gonna work out uh, for a reason is that one of the my favorite coaches of all time from Africa, um, originally from Italy, Renato Conova. He's a, known for the world's best marathon coach. And one of the important things that he always mentions um, is you improve because you do something new. Okay? That is why if you want to improve the next time, you cannot do what you already did because otherwise you don't improve and the more I think about that the more sense it makes okay every cycle every training period you know you have to change things up because what was once uh, a stress factor is not going to be a stress factor second time around or in other words it still might be but it's not going to give you returns as much. So for example, you do something for three months. First time you do it, you get this you know, 3% return on it, whatever, let's just say. And that leads to a new PR. Down the round, start a new season, and you say, okay, I'm just gonna repeat what I did. You do the same things. This time around, you only get a one and a half percent return on it because your body just recognizes and it does not really freak out or adapt from it as the way it did the first time. And now you, all of a sudden, uh, instead of running, for example, in a half marathon, and this is in my case, so that's why it's very nice to tell you guys. Instead of running like 66, I'm running maybe like 68. Um, 67 high, some slower. Well, at the time when I was, for example, thinking that I would be running well, 65 next season, instead I'm going backwards. And why I go backwards is, is because maybe I tried to replicate the training that got me to 66 uh, half that definitely did not work the second time around. I don't know why it doesn't work, but it's just like as maybe if we think about Renato Canova's quote 
is you improve because you do something new. If you don't do something new, you don't improve. And I guess that's the answer to my own question. Why runners don't improve? Why we sometimes don't improve? Because we always say things like, well, I've always done it this way. Okay. And then my question is, well, what have you always got as a result? You know, that's why I always welcome a change in training. I honestly don't even care. You know, uh, I've coached myself. I've had coaches. I have coaches that help me out. You know, and I honestly don't even mind. I prefer when I have a coach because I don't have to think about and whatever is thrown at me, as long as it's something different and it makes sense, I'm excited to do it. Okay? Because uh, I always tell my coach, hey, you know, this was so-so, this was not, this was not, you know, because when we talk like uh, when we were training for half marathon in last fall and we were really talking about all the time about things like, you know, he, he wanted me to get me out of comfort zone in training and really I, I found that I was in pretty good like form in the fall um, and I was really... Uh, feeling good in training and and really you know when you're in good form to take you out of comfort zone is not as not so um, easy so he was always trying to take me out a little bit out of my comfort zone so you know so that way you just have different um, stimulus okay um, so obviously uh, even though we tried different things in the last fall, um, I was telling even him, you know, eh, you know, I felt like that that I was just stuck at that, you know, 108, 109 kind of thing, and it was not a bad place to be stuck. But I recognized that I've run out of base miles. I've run out of, um, you know, I was always into this shooting for these fast times and racing a lot, and. For me, I needed a, I guess I needed a more, more, more mileage just so that I'm able to maintain my uh, pace in races. And honestly, guys, I did, you know, for many years, I, 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 I really focused on a half marathon. Uh, I would say that like last three years, I, I, I kind of just, ever since COVID, I just kind of went straight into half marathon training. I would say for the last three years and then you know then I decided that I'm slowly gonna get back into marathon training uh, and you know marathon and 50k and things like that it just happens to be that the 50k was happening around this time and and, and you know I got sick few times and then I had to cancel my marathon plans I was originally supposed to do Tokyo marathon but I just didn't get that shape that I thought it was worth to, to to fly out to Tokyo and and to do you know to because for me if I'm gonna run a marathon I, I have a certain time that I would like to hit you know at least like a, I would have to be in my PR kind of like shape to, to go to Tokyo and I felt like I was not you know and my PR is 223 so I thought if I can be in 222 shape by uh, you know two few weeks before Tokyo then you know I was gonna go to Tokyo but since I never got into, you know, I got sick a few times along the way and that derailed my fitness a little bit. 
because I honestly hit my high peak in um, I would say that in in end of January I was already at my highest peak so most of the February to be honest with you I spent kind of like just being sick and maintaining my fitness and, and then I lost it a little bit before my main race um, but look even in this cycle uh, I did different things we did different things that I never done before and uh, you know I you know this race that I did was 31 miles but you know you would ask me what was my longest long run and I be I can tell you that it was uh, my longest long run was honestly was 22 miles and that was my easiest long run which was in early January uh, other than that I really had maybe I had I believe I had two faster long runs both were around 20 miles okay so 20 miles or give or take one was even less uh, so 19 to 20 miles so obviously I I don't know you know if there's one thing that I thought I could have improved maybe that I'm still missing that prevented me from being a little bit stronger was probably a little bit more long runs uh, closer to that two and a half you know maybe a couple three hour long runs maybe one or two but really like you know it was a new familiar new new territory for me um, but still research has done research shows that <clears throat> there's no point of running longer honestly for uh, I guess you can say for two and a half hours uh, too much in practice because the, the the injury rate starts going down up after the two and a half hours and I can pretty much admit to that that that's kind of true I think um, honestly I think uh, maybe like the maximum amount of running that I would do and I'm not even sure if I would do it but maybe one over distance run of three hours but definitely not more than that and uh, I've learned that like you don't need to do all of those so what we try to do in this cycle it was different because I've never done it before and that's how I was able to get my fitness kind of we did a a lot of a.m. p.m. kind of uh, workouts and, and instead you know originally it was supposed to be we were supposed to have like a one long run that was kind of more difficult that more closer to the 50k effort but I got sick and what ended up happening was you know we were only three weeks out and my coach we didn't want to risk too much we said okay let me let's do like a couple workouts where you run 10 miles in morning and 10 miles in the evening at you know at race pace or faster so like the first 10 miles is at race pace in the morning and then in the evening you come back and you run more like marathon uh, pace for 10 miles so that's like a special block so at the end of the day you still get like 25 miles with warm-ups and cooldowns just not in one run and that really see I really seem to respond pretty good to that you know the running in the morning and running in the evening obviously it's not like the same as you're gonna face in um, in a race but it does create a uh, fatigue in a different way so obviously that first run in the morning guys is not so you know it's not so difficult but to come back three or four hours later and nail another 10 miles at you know at marathon pace or faster you know now it gets 
not only mentally, you know, but your body has to resist fatigue. And that was the new stimulus that I believe we did twice or three times this year where we just kind of did, we call it a special block. Uh, and obviously I've done a lot of long runs and, and I felt like that was like, like helping me with, with in general, like, you know, to be able to handle that. Um, and the way we, the way we maintained our mileage, to be honest with you, I just had a lot of doubles of 10K in the evening or six mile doubles. So really my relative, my easy days were quite frankly, honestly, like something like nine miles in the morning and six in the evening. And that was like a typical easy day double. Um, and that I really starting to love running that six miles in the evening, you know, that gave me that piece of just enjoyment being out there. Um, we, we still maintained some speed and some threshold and we raced a lot of half marathons, not a lot, but two of them, which both were, one was in 68 and one was in like a 69 would have been, or, or both were would have been 68, 50-ish. One was 68, 40 and one, one probably would have been like 69 or one, I don't know, it was short, so Las Vegas half. So, but anyway, guys, um, what I'm trying to, I gave you a few examples is, we try to change things around, okay? And we we want to, um, so it's important that you guys um, change up your training, that you don't repeat the same things you always did. There's so many ways to do this. And I'm not saying that you have to do totally different training. Uh, because a lot of times the training that we do is very good and it works. That doesn't mean that we stop, take everything out and change everything. No. What it means that we strictly focus on changing the training that we did but in a different way our goal is is we need to trick the body and that that we are trying to gain more percentage out from it, from the body and the way we have to do this is in a way of changing things so if you did a 30 mile 30 minute tempo run once a week well you got to think like this. Well, what are the ways that you can change it? You can now extend it. You can now either make it faster or you can now make it in kind of a intervals and make it longer and have a steady portion in there. Just whatever way. But you got to figure out to change it because otherwise you will not improve. Okay. Uh, 30, you get to the point where, you know, You'll just get to the plateau, and I've tried this in training for a year or two. You, 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 you initially, when you start a training program, you get really good results in the first three months. Uh, that is provided you're already in good shape. And then there's that plateau. And the plateau happens because you cannot now keep doing the same thing that you did. You must change, okay? So you gotta figure it out different way of changing it you have to you know mess around with it uh, and, and 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 that's so important and a lot of times what people do is they don't change anything around they're constantly always doing the same thing well here's what I'm saying 
if how is this can relate with the heart rate training is that for example you you um, let me explain this if you if you train by heart rate and you're doing like on your easy days you know you, you keep the the heart rate the same right like 70% and one year it's giving you this pace different years giving you this pace but if you're getting faster with that 70% each year then there's still good stimulus okay so that means you're still like improving and but if you're just saying like you're still running one hour but now the heart rate is allowing you to run at 70% or whatever but you decide to run at 65 then you're not really trying to get that everything out of the training that you're capable of you know think of quality over quantity sometimes you know that's very important if I'd have to decide um, what's more important I would say that they're both important but depending on what you train for uh, I think if you're training for half marathon and less I honestly think quality is more important uh, but if we're training for a marathon and uh, up I think quantity is important but with some quality so it just really depends because there's a different way that you can go after um, half marathon right for example I like going into half marathon with with intensity based focused okay and I like even actually I like going into a marathon with intensity based focus not so much from the endurance side now uh, for the 50k I think we kind of went in it with more like I think it was more like relaxed training uh, more it was kind of like we had some weeks that were pretty high in train in mileage for me so I think we did kind of implement the mileage uh, thing but but if I, you know, honestly, if you ask me, you know, can I, and this was an interesting aspect here, can I run a PR half marathon on this type of training, just on this type of training? And the answer would be no. Uh, what, my, why? Because I wasn't training, first of all, for it. But what I mean is, like, I would need more intensity uh, and probably a little bit less mileage, but not by much. Like, I think somewhere the sweet spot is 100 miles for me. Regardless of what distance I'm training for, if I'm doing 100 miles a week, I think I can have plenty of intensity and I can have plenty of quantity and quality together. When I do 120, 130 miles, which I don't do much, I just only experimented, now the quality side suffers and yet you have an endurance monster but you lack the the basic speed that's still needed to accomplish what you think you can accomplish with your skill set. Um, so I think 100 miles is a sweet spot. Obviously, uh, it's different for everybody. And just because 100 miles for me, it's not 100 miles for you, okay? For you, maybe you know maybe you work maybe you do things 
you know, maybe you can only handle 40, maybe you can only handle 50, 60. I don't know that number, guys. Everybody has that number um, that's their best. And look, when I mean handle, I don't mean just be able to do it, but what I mean is you're you're just um, you're adapting from it, and and, you, and you're able to see good results, and you feel good, and, and everything has got to be feel good, right? Uh, sometimes we don't feel good in training, and and that's the question we got to look at our you know our training, and we got to ask ourselves like what why are we feeling great like what are we doing wrong you know like things like are we doing this or are we are we not getting enough rest or are we not adapting from things like that so you really really gotta pay attention to all of that um but all in all every you know year you should look at your training and you should be like okay uh, I can keep doing what I've done. I have good results. I'm either getting the same or I'm not getting worse and I'm not getting injured. So that's a good training program already. And then you say, okay, what can I add this year to get a little bit better? You know, because all you're doing is you, all you're trying to do is get 1% better. And it's much easier to get 1% better when you're focusing on, on, you know, on the small things, you know, good sleep, good good form gym abs you know all of those things and then you look for that one percent um so it's quite quite important guys to really um you know make sure that you don't get too stale and that you change things up a lot of times people just get stale and and uh you know it's nothing more frustrating and i've been on that side when i say people i'm one of them uh, I've done it before, you know, I've gone, I've, I've gone uh, where I, you know, for about a year, to be honest, 2021 was a really good year for me, the year after COVID, right, COVID season, uh, I was really, that was the first time the races came back, and I was really, really good, you know, I was able to put a good amount of training, I didn't really have many races, and wow, and, and then those PRs really came quick, came quick. Now, I really struggled um, after that. When I got sick with COVID in 2020 fall, that's when I really struggled. I, I, I really spent like six months just to get back into any kind of like normal shape. And that really was frustrating. Uh, I, you know, I tried. I had like, you know, I had issues and I... I couldn't breathe, I, my, my heart was hurting, it was just a lot of issues, you know, like, so I kind of, just last year was just kind of one of those things where like, you know, I just, I accepted whatever I was racing, that I was racing, and I wasn't so much concerned about, you know, hey, I just told myself, it looks like I'm not going to get a PR, you know, last year, and I'm talking about 2022, and I just accepted that, um, and, you know. I, I, I ran still good enough. I ran a 67.40 and I ran, what else did I run? I, really just, that's it for like, a, if you're talking about a half. And then this year, you know, I looked at it back and I say, hey, you know, this year has got to be the year that we, we strike, you know, like last year was a, was a sort of a disappointment year for me. Uh, it was a rebound from COVID and just a general, not a good year. 
uh, not a good year from perspective of a PR, but a good year from perspective of racing a lot and, and, and being successful in terms of being able to execute at a decent amount of races at a decent quality, um, but not getting that one big performance. Um, and this year has really been all about trying to strike for that one big performance and just trying to see if I can put it all together um, and get something good going on. Um, obviously, guys, the World Championships will be in, in Latvia in a half marathon in September or October. And honestly, that will be the, the, the goal or the A race of the year. Um, this 50k was sort of like uh, the start of the year um, it was a race good race but it you know it wasn't like the main 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 it was something that I wanted to do but it was not like uh, as I'm, I'm just continuing on with my season uh, recovery is going well and I'm just going on to you know to, to plan on the second part of the season there might be a marathon uh, this year I don't know 100% if there will be a marathon this this uh, sp spring or whatever you want to call it uh, I'm not sure I haven't really figured that out guys um, and I gonna have to gonna have to see if you know I'm gonna be going for it or am I not gonna be going for it um, but look um, what I want you guys to get out of this episode is just look at your training, look at your race results, observe it, look what you can do differently. If you're not sure, you know, reach out, ask me a question, whatever you want to do, I'm here to help you guys. Uh, you know, look at look at how your season has been going. Are you satisfied with your results? Are you running up to your potential or you're not? So ask yourself all these questions, okay? And that way you can determine whether you're being successful or you're not being successful. What can you improve? What can you change? Are you running your fa easy days too fast? Are you not getting enough sleep? Are you not running enough mileage? Are there too much stress in your life? These are all the things that count whether you get better or not. So sometimes we have to know, do we adapt from the training that we do? or we just do the training and we're not seeing it in race results. You gotta ask yourself, if you're doing the training, if you're doing everything correct and you're not seeing the race results, you gotta ask yourself, is it a mental thing? Is it a physical thing? I ask myself all the time sometimes, it's just like, okay, you know, like I was talking with my coach about the past season when we started working together in September and every race was kind of he was expecting me to be about a minute faster and all all of the time you know so it's like i don't know why i was not able to do what he wanted me to do you know i was think you know all the parameters said that i'm doing good job my heart rate uh, i'm pushing it up i'm doing all those things but at the end of the day just couldn't get it um so it's at least this time we were able to get it so but i guess it's just like a you know i have to ask i have to always train myself i say you gotta train mental you guys gotta train mental you cannot be soft you gotta be strong and you gotta be able to take the criticism you know like i honestly don't mind to be when i was a you know when i was an athlete and this will be a good episode for next one guys so just just we briefly talk about it maybe we'll throw it in in the next episode but are you coachable and are you able to take criticism 
And as an athlete, when I used to grow up, man, I just love the criticism. When somebody just tells me something, if I don't, I never take it personally. If somebody sees something that I don't see, then you know I gotta be smart and learn from them. You know, yeah. If somebody tells you something, you're doing something wrong or it's not good enough. Like, yeah, like, why you, you know, you should just be like, okay, coach, yes, I'm right. Yes, you're right. Yes, of course. I tell my wife all the time that, hey, this is not how I wanted the things. This is not what we talked about. You know, go execute and do it the right way. You will never see her get mad about it because it's like, you know, it's a kind of like if, the, if I ask you to do a workout, you go out and do a workout. Obviously, sometimes you're sick, sometimes you're not feeling good, sometimes you're not able to do things. Those are different things. But I'm talking on a normal basis. You got to be able to take the criticism. You want to, you know, that's the beauty of, of being coachable. If you can take criticism, and then you'll make it far, you know. So I always allow my coaches to say whatever they want to say. And I know that they're saying it to get me better. They're not saying it to put me down. So when I tell my athletes that I coach, I'm not putting them down, but I am calling people out. A lot of times, I, you know, I'm known for calling my athletes out and they know that too. And you know what? That's just who I am. I'm not trying, you know, when I'm helping people, I want to be them to achieve their best. But in order for you to achieve your best, I have to call out on your mistakes. I have to call so that you learn, so that you see, hey, if you keep doing these things, you're not going to improve. If you keep doing these mistakes, you're not going to improve. That's the whole reason when you, while people generally have a coach, it's somebody that, you know, watches their back, has their back, but also make sure that, you know, you are, if you want to be coached, you want to be the best, you want to achieve your best, you know, are you doing thing, everything in your power to be that person? You know, and that's what, that's what I always strive to be. So, you know, honestly, one of the most disappointing things for me is after the race is if I didn't do something and I knew that my coach expecting me to do, I feel so bad. I feel like I've let him down or something like that. But, you know, but in generally, you know, I, I, I know that I don't worry about that during the race. I just know that, hey, we talked about doing this. We talked about doing this. So I'm trying to execute my race plan and then I'm trying to just do my best. And whatever my and if I finish at my best, then I'm very happy about it. And then I talked to my coach. I said, "Look, I think I did this. I think I did that. Uh, this is where I can improve." Of course, we can all always improve mental aspect. You know, being able to push harder, being able to be more tougher when the when the race gets you know when it's time to get tough. And these are all things that you can only apply slow by slow. You know, it's not something that you can just change overnight. You know, like if you're a soft person, it's gonna take years to change your mind it's gonna take you know calluses you gotta change you know a lot of times people just think like you know it's just physical running is nothing they're running the whole thing when i go out there and run it's just physical it's really not that difficult right but the mental path you know to doing day in and day out through bad and through good and all of that that's the and then or in a race you know when it's the last 30 minutes after you've been running for already two and a half hours you know, when it's time to get tough, are you going to be that person that gets tough? Uh, how do you know if you're going to be, you know? So these are all the things that we practice. When it rains, you go out there. When it's big wind, you go out there. You pick races that are difficult. You pick competitions. You run in places that are difficult. You don't always choose, like, you know, just to go to easy, easy places. You want to make sure that you're challenging yourself 
and you also want to make sure that you save your best for the race guys and I've, I'm gonna have an episode about this too because a lot of my clients have asked me to talk about it how do you you know what's the best way of being your best at a race and and that's gonna be my one of my next episodes anyway guys like I said remember new stimulus change the stimulus and you will improve change it often in a different ways uh, you know mess around with it uh, there's like hundred different ways how to do a same workout. You know, when I mean same workout is if you want to improve your threshold, there's hundred ways of how you can do it. And just change it up all the time. That's what I mean, okay? And change things up. That's why the body adapts. 